Today is Friday, March 10th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Aura Ring, an easy-to-wear, water-resistant ring that delivers accurate, personalized health insights so you can work on building healthy habits. At the beginning of this week, we reported that Hope Hicks had testified before a grand jury in Manhattan regarding her former boss. And now as we finish the week, we have new reporting from the New York Times, quoting four sources who say that the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, is likely to indict Donald Trump on criminal charges for, of all the crimes, his $130,000 hush money payment to Stormy Daniels during the 2016 election. Prosecutors offered Trump the chance to testify next week before the grand jury in Manhattan, which tends to signal that an indictment is both going to happen and imminently. Potential charges for Trump would likely be in the categories of falsifying business records and campaign violations. This is because the $130,000 for Stormy Daniels was technically paid by Michael Cohen at Trump's behest, after which Trump paid him back, which constitutes an unreported and illegal campaign contribution. If Trump were ultimately convicted, can you imagine, he would face a maximum sentence of four years, but prison time would not even be mandatory under sentencing guidelines. So hardly anything compared to Donald's sentence to the prison of his own existence. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is currently in the hospital after falling on Wednesday night and suffering a concussion. He fell while attending a private dinner at the Waldorf Astoria in DC for the Senate Leadership Fund, a super PAC that raises unlimited donations to support Republican Senate candidates. McConnell is expected to make a full recovery, but will remain at the hospital the next few days for monitoring. Couldn't have happened to a nicer turtle. Yesterday, President Biden unveiled his proposal for the 2024 government budget. With a price tag of $6.9 trillion, making the Chanel price increases look paltry by comparison, it appears to be oriented toward a populist re-election message, unlike comparisons to Chanel bags. Biden's plan promises to slash the deficit by almost $3 trillion and balance the budget over the next decade, while proposing the most funding ever for the military in peacetime. And it will all be funded by tax hikes on the wealthiest individuals and corporations. $2 trillion of the $6.9 trillion would go to social programs such as childcare, pre-K, community college, Medicaid, and more. The proposed tax hikes are a 25% minimum tax on the richest 0.01% of Americans and increases the standard corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. It would also quadruple the stock buyback tax that was passed as part of the Inflation Reduction Act and raise the capital gains rate that's paid by investors to 39% for those who are earning more than $1 million. And finally, the proposal would allow Medicare to negotiate the prices of more prescription drugs in order to bring down costs for consumers. And it would allocate more than $1 billion, pocket change, for prosecuting and preventing fraud and pandemic aid programs, especially unemployment insurance. Now that I've shared all those details, I also have to mention that this has pretty much no chance of passing Congress. But now at least I know that when I think too long about the government budget that I get money dysmorphia. Yesterday, the FDA announced updates to their standards for mammograms and breast cancer screenings. The new standards would require mammography facilities to notify patients about the density of their breast tissue, which is important because it's one of the major factors that makes it difficult to detect breast cancer early. And this affects approximately half of women over age 40. 
The updates also enhance the FDA's oversight over mammography facilities to ensure quality control and adequate communication to patients regarding their results. According to the CDC, approximately one in eight women will get breast cancer in their lifetime, and regular mammograms continue to be the best method of detection. So if you are putting one off right now, consider this your sign. The president and CEO of Norfolk Southern testified before the Senate yesterday regarding the train derailment in East Palestine. And in quite a plot twist, another Norfolk Southern train derailed at 6.45 a.m. just hours before his testimony. Pretty rough wake-up text on the day of your big hearing. I hope he picked out his outfit the night before. In what is now the third train derailment since Norfolk Southern became a household name, 30 cars derailed in Calhoun County, Alabama. Two of the cars had previously carried hazardous materials, but they were empty at the time, and the company claims that there is no risk to the public. I'm not suggesting that this is the case here, but I do feel like you'd have to take a corporation's bank accounts hostage before they'd freely admit they pose a risk to the public. For our final story this week, we have some deep investigative reporting from the Washington Post. Reporters discovered that a group of conservative Catholic philanthropists in Colorado spent at least $4 million to buy mobile app data so that they could identify priests who use gay dating apps, and then they shared that data with bishops around the country. The philanthropists did this through a nonprofit group called the Catholic Laity and Clergy for Renewal, which according to its tax records, aims to empower the church to carry out its mission by giving bishops evidence-based resources to help identify weaknesses in how they train priests. Those are quotes. But the underlying issue is really a question of the church spying on its priests and having the ability to out them, as some of the participants in this nonprofit did to a prominent priest in July 2021. And it is not dissimilar to police departments purchasing data about citizens rather than getting a search warrant, or from anti-abortion activists using data to target people who visit clinics. And just to close this out, why is it that so many people of faith never seem comfortable leaving the matter of other people's sexuality to the all-knowing, all-powerful God that they're always on about? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Aura Ring. I love that the Aura Ring can help me track things like my heart rate, activity levels, body temperature trends, sleep quality, and respiratory rate so that I can understand how my body is working. And I've even started to get more sleep now that I know something is counting the hours. So visit AuraRing.com morning to find the right ring for you and get $15 off your purchase. That's AuraRing.com morning. And don't forget to use our link to save $15 on your Aura Ring. And if you're looking for some more Betchy listening this weekend, go check out the Betcha Sub podcast for our host's take on why International Women's Day felt kind of icky this year, why they're unhappy with the latest by major pharmaceutical chain Walgreens, and why they're very happy with a recent decision by Anna Wintour. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.